Business as Unusual is a thought-provoking podcast that explores the innovative strategies, disruptive ideas, and unconventional practices driving successful leaders and companies in the ever-evolving world of modern business. Subscribe, comment, and share for weekly inspiration with our host, Aisela. Uh, welcome to Business as Unusual. This is Aisla, and I am here today with Carissa Atkins, founder of Alpha Queen Collective, and something called a self-image architect and empress of empowerment. So we'll get into that more later on in the show. I'm sure you're all going to be very intrigued to learn what that is. Welcome to the show, Carissa. It's so nice to have you here. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. I really appreciate you making time to talk to us today. I know you've got a lot of things going on. Before we get into the nitty gritty of your business, what is the last artist that you got lost in? The last artist I got lost in? As in music? Music or visual, written, whatever art is to you. I love the art of the spreadsheet in some ways. What? Okay, we can geek out over that. No, I. that's a fun question. I've actually never been asked that in all the years of interviews. Let's see. I'm kind of geeking out over thing Katy Perry. I'm old school, right? So I'm just trying to think, gosh, I don't listen to too much music either anymore. Katy Perry and anything that has to do with confidence and women's empowerment. I have like a whole playlist that I listen to before I go on stage. So it's just all women's empowerment type jams and like talks all about um, confidence and being unstoppable and limitless and everything that we do and we rise up. So anything that just, I guess, gets me feeling like I'm a woman on top of the world. I love it. So I don't know if this counts as stage. I'm curious if you listened to something before. Yeah, actually, I always love to just listen to, I think what I was just, I think it was Saya Unstoppable was like right on my playlist right before I came on. But yes, this is absolutely a stage. <laughs> nice. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've always had that sort of, I don't know if it's a shyness. Like I'm either fine, like I don't even think about the fact that I'm public or I get so locked down. And I read somewhere that the suggestion is not to try to calm yourself down, but to try to lean into that energy. That sounds really wise. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Everything we do is energy, right? So what, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, but I'm constantly like feeding my mind and my body with things that bring me my energy up instead of down. So yeah, I never look at all the, the nervousness or the fear of like, what if I say something wrong? What, what if I say something really awesome? So I'm always referring everything into the positive. That's, yeah, that's, that sounds really wise. Uh, will you tell folks what your business is? Just a little bit more about what you're up to. Absolutely. Yeah. My name is Carissa Atkins, and I am a self-image architect and the empress of empowerment. My clients have named me Queen Maker um, because I am the founder and the CEO of Alpha Queen Collective. Um, ambitious women, they come to us, to they hire us and me and my team when they are tired of messing around and they're ready to get sustainable results when it comes to their health and their business. So I have a very unique business. I feel that women deserve to have it all. A beautiful body, a strong mindset, a thriving business, fantastic intimate relationships, like kids, life, everything. And when I created the Alpha Queen Collective, it was there to serve the women who do want it all. They don't necessarily need to know how they're going to do it. That's what we teach them. And we help them craft up that, that lifestyle for themselves. But it really is a unique business because 
If you've ever joined a coaching program, typically they just focus on one area of life, whether it's health or business or sales or whatever. But I'm like, I believe in a world where women can have it all in every area. Um, and so that's what I've created. It's a beautiful community for women who do want it all and just are looking to thrive in every area of life, whether it's the health, the weight loss or business strategies and growth. I'm here to help them thrive. I think it's more real. We're integrated people. So yeah. it trying to focus. And I will say, like, obviously, there are times we needed to prioritize to try to focus on everything that can feel sure. a little scattered. However, I think that makes a lot of sense to recognize that as people, we're a whole being. We're not just the way we where we work or what we look like or what we do for fun or our relationships. We're all of it together. Right. And so, yeah, I, love that. I think that holistic approach to having it all and doesn't mean that some areas aren't unbalanced, like you had mentioned, but it's as women, we want it all. So why not go out and offer it to, to these women? So it's a, it's a very unique thing, which definitely helps me step out from the crowd. And the, uh, you already answered this, but I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about in terms of this is business is unusual. So what if we talked about what's unique, which could also be considered unusual, but is there another way that you would think of that? Or we could skip this and I'll delete that. <laughs> I just, it, I think unusual is almost like authenticity. That's what I relate it to, right? And I think as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we do need to tap into our authenticity and to do business like nobody else is doing business because that is what sets us up from, from everybody else. Um, especially in my industry, there's like, you can throw a pebble and there's a coach or some, someone, some mentor or consultant. And so it really does mean a lot when women come to me and they're like, wow, what you've built is like totally different. It goes against everything that we've ever been taught in the coaching and the mentorship world. And I'm like, I know, and I love it. And I'm okay if it's not for everyone. And it's just, it's I, what I call sexy marketing, right? It's my uniqueness. The fact that I don't do business like everybody else, really, it lights my soul on fire. <laughs> so what in your life or past at the stage for you to get into this work or to see this as a need? Do you have a story you can share that, is about what inspired you to show up here in this way today? Absolutely. So I feel like to take you back, I have so many stories as a speaker, right? So many stories. <laughs> but to take you back to really like the story that kind of jump started everything. Uh, back in 2011, I was, we were stationed in Svengalen, Germany. So my husband is active duty military and um, which makes it very unique anyways. You actually don't see a ton of entrepreneurial women or, or partners, I guess, either one in the military because they jump around so much. But so there we are stationed in Germany. And I know your audience might not necessarily see me, but I am in the healthiest shape that I've ever been in my entire life today. But there was a time that I wasn't. And in Germany, in fact, I was the exact opposite. I was 213 pounds. I was on lots of medications for depression, anxiety, I smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. I was like complete opposite woman. I had zero confidence in myself. I had started to lose my identity and I'm just a spouse. I'm just a mom. And I lost who I was for many, many years of my life. And so there as I was sitting at a doctor's office and this doctor, she got real close to me and she said, Carissa, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. And I was like, okay, whatever. What? Like, what's going on? And she said, you're 213 pounds. You're obese. Your the life that you're creating for yourself is not a great one. And if you don't change, if you don't change today and start something new, you will not be around in 10 years. You may not be around. And then she pointed to my daughter who was playing in the corner 
she said, you might not be around for her when she's married. And that just, that was like the slap across the face from the universe. Hey, everyone's been telling you that you've lost yourself. And you, even myself, we all know when we're in this funk, but I was lying to myself and I was in this sense of denial. Me, not me. I'll get out of it. I'll get out of it. And I got so far in that hole that I saw, I lost the light. And so that doctor that day, she, it honestly, she made me mad. I was mad. I'm a Puerto Rican. Prior to me being and learning how to control my emotion, I went crazy on her. I was like, who does this woman think she is telling me that I'm not going to be around? Like, you know, scaring me like this. This is ridiculous. But what it did was open my eyes to the truth. And the next day, sitting on the couch, feeling sorry for myself. I looked at a picture of my mom and for the first time in my entire life, I did not see the entrepreneur taking care of four kids. I did not see the hustler. I did not see this leader. I did not see this amazing mom I put on a pedestal for so many years that I looked up to. And instead, I finally saw my mom, 320 pounds, obese, cancer filled, stressed out to the max, financially unstable. Like I saw all of the things that I was blind to, but the thing that I really saw is I saw myself in her. I was like, whoa, Carissa, the doctor was right. If you don't change your life, you're going to be exactly where she is in 10 years. And that I could not live with. I could not live knowing that my children were going to be cleaning up, you know, the hair off of the sink or the counter or taking me to doctor's appointments because at the time I was only 26 years old. So I'm like, before 40, this could all happen before 40, which is crazy. So that was my wake up call that sparked everything. Needless to say, fast forward through the many years, it's been over a decade now. I managed to lose close to the hundred pounds. I started with my physical body first, and then I went to the mental health side of everything because I was, I was chasing happiness um, because there was obviously a, a void that I was filling with food and booze and alcohol and sadness. And mm -hmm. so I realized that when I got into the best shape of my life, I was like, I'm still not happy. Like, I'm still not feeling fulfilled and purpose filled. And so then I started working on professional and like mental development, um, which is why I became so obsessed with um, the mental health industry and just really helping women heal from their unresolved traumas and their limiting belief work so that they could truly step up and thrive. So all that to say, I start, I got myself healthy, right? Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And then in 2019, I had obviously moved way back from Germany. We were back in the States. I had already started my very first business. I had already went into corporate for eight years by now. But I realized I really love helping people when I was in the corporate role. I was in marketing. I was in HR. I was like, wow, I love developing teams. I love working with people so that they can be more productive. And I just found my passion for wanting to help mentor and coach people. And then over the years, uh, in 2019, and I know we can get to this. Fast forward, it was like I was broke. I was depressed. Again, I was stressed. I was searching for financial stability. And, and finally, I was able to step into my power as a coach and figure out who I am in this one. It's kind of what got me here is just a lot of you know, step backs, lateral side steps. And, and then finally, I am I have broken every single mold that there could possibly be when it comes to physical health, mental health, emotional health, and now financial health. And it feels really, really good celebrate that and I think and I feel like there's a lot of people who can relate to that experience I know for myself but similarly when I hit a point where I realized oh I'm not being myself I'm not centered mm -hmm. and same thing I had to say all right let's start with physically getting myself in gear again and I just recently uh, did a triathlon that's amazing and, you know, I used to be really athletic and sort of let that slide and I, I was so much happier and I had so much more energy when I prioritized that 
Do you have a specific example that illustrates something interesting about how you work with people or what you do? Uh, let's see, a specific example. Well, we work in a container, a group container. So I don't typically work with VIP clients anymore unless there, there are levels of that, but those are typically on a waiting list. So we bring in, women into the Alpha Queen Collective. And what makes the collective so freaking awesome, in my opinion, and if you ask any of our clients, is because we are a collective force of badass women. Like we literally want to help other women rise up together. And that's hard to find because so many women have been, whether it's unconsciously taught or taught, to step on other people to get to where they need to go. Um, and so to break that mold and say, hey, we rise together. Queens stick together. We rise together. This is a sisterhood. So we bring women together in a group setting and between me and my team, whether it's coaching and mentorship, it's a specific topic for that day. We keep the personal development completely separate from the professional development in a sense that my clients get you know, two coaching calls a week, one on the health, the mental health, the physical health side, helping them get healthy. And then on the business side, the professional side, the leadership side is helping them grow their businesses into empires so that they can become financially free. Because I know what it's like to have nothing. And I know what it's like to feel on top of the world and have everything, in my opinion. So we just we help them through my six step methodology. It's called the Alpha Queen methodology, where we focus in on the energy matrix, which is all around women's health. And um, we focus on what we call the sovereign queen mindset. So we help women craft up a new self-image. We help them uh, create new belief systems for themselves. We help them tap into this unstoppable sense of confidence so that they can have that optimal performance in all areas of life. So the mindset really is one of the key pillars. Um, we also really focus on us, what we call soulful quinetics, um, and that is helping women connect back to their inner queen, connect back to their bodies, become mindful and manifest so that they can be in alignment and feel balanced in all areas of life, even when things aren't so balanced. My life's crazy, just as crazy as any other woman, an entrepreneur, right? But I don't feel out of balance because I know how to get myself back into alignment. Um, and then that alone, of course, supports business because when I'm in alignment, when I'm feeling good, when I have tons of energy, when I feel sexy and confident, Sales increase, conversations increase, opportunities increase. And so then that all bleeds into the fourth and final pillar really is leadership and business. I'm a genius when it comes to helping women grow their online businesses. Of course, we're going to give them the systems and the strategies. Uh, we give them the marketing. We give them the sales tactics, the tools. We teach them how to go out and generate 50 to 100 leads every single month to the point where they're like, yo, we can't take any more leads this month, which is always a great problem to have. And what then I'm really, really passionate about on the leadership and business side is teaching women how to use their voice to stand in their power. So teaching them how to craft their stories, teaching them how to speak from a stage and feel confident, whether it's to grow a business or just let go of some stuff in their past. So it's really that holistic approach that makes us different. But that's a life of, of walking in our women's shoe up. They show up for themselves twice a week. They get the mindset, the meditation, the hypnosis that they're going to need to help reprogram their, their subconscious and really step into a self-image um, that they can really own. And it's really cool. It sounds really cool. <laughs> I love that. So tell me about some advice that you've received or things that guide you uh, in, your, in how you approach your work. How I approach? Okay. Well, it always comes down to self. <laughs> so I, if I could give anyone advice listening to this, it would be to take care of your health first, especially you know, women. We tend to take on the world. 
and we put ourselves on the back burner and we always say things like, oh, I'll get to me later or I'll go work out later or I'll finally eat dinner after all the kids have eaten dinner or I will do this the minute I get this last email sent off. However, listening to your body is one of the biggest pieces of advice that I obviously was given at one point and now is a pillar. It's a foundational piece in order when I teach my ladies or when I'm speaking on a stage, when I'm like talking about how to grow a seven-figure business, health has to be at the forefront because I have seen it time and time again where women will come to me. They've built these million-dollar businesses, but they're like, I have zero energy to actually do the business now. And I'm like, I know, take care of yourself. So health really is, mental health and physical health has got to be the biggest lesson that I could leave with anyone. Be willing to invest in that and you will go far. I found that to be true. I so I, I affirm that everybody should speak in truth here. <laughs> so it, you talked about this a little bit in terms of you, your own your own experience. Like when there's there's times when you do hit a wall, and even when you're taking care of yourself, that does happen. So when you're in that place where you feel maybe overwhelmed or exhausted or discouraged, mm-hmm. what do you do to recharge or to get yourself re inspired, or what do you just to keep yourself inspired if that's how it goes for you? Yeah, I'm going to answer both of those because I think they're so good. Okay, so how I constantly stay motivated, inspired, and empowered myself, it comes down to, to, for me, it's my daily habits. It's my rituals. These are non-freaking negotiables, in my opinion. So no matter what I'm doing, I get up and I work out. No matter what I'm doing, how I start my business day, I always start it with what I call the spiritual power hour. So that's my EFT tapping, my hypnosis, my guided meditation, my journaling, my read. This is the very first appointment of my work day on my calendar. So it, it, it just comes down to those daily habits, whether it's, you know, doing the Facebook live, that's a habit, right? If you're trying to grow your business, the habit of just being visible is a habit of getting out there and putting yourself out there. So yes, it, for me, it comes down to the habits and the rituals that I do constantly keep me excited for life. But I am a human being. I'm not superwoman. Um, There are days where I do hit a wall and I'm like, I'm just tired. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I just got back from a 16-day humanitarian keynote speaking tour in Kenya. So I have done tours all over the world, all over, okay? And I have so much fun. And I can travel and I can always come back. And I always am just so excited to get back because I absolutely love what I do. So that's a hidden, I think, message in there that if you're not loving what you do, that it also could be a reason why you're not getting up every day and really, really motivated to do your work. However, what I'm realizing is that this trip was different. I was filled so much what I call with like speaker's high, right? The love that I got in Kenya from these students and the kids and the tears that poured into me and the tears I poured into them. Like I am realizing, I'm like, why am I just so tired? Like this week alone, I have hit that wall. And it's been a long time since I hit that wall. And the very first thing that I did is I went to my coach and I was like, is this normal? Because I'm a go-getter. I'm an alpha queen, remember? Like it takes a lot to stop me. And he said, Carissa, this is your body telling you you need to stop and slow down for a minute, right? You've been going at warp speed like 16 days. It's time to just honor who you be. And slow down and give yourself permission to slow down. It's okay. So that's what I did, right? But I reached out for help, right? I was like, is this normal? Who am I? I was like, this doesn't happen to me. I don't hit walls like this. And he Mm -hmm. said, actually perfectly normal and you're okay. And I was like, okay. So when I got that, I just got, I needed a reminder, right? From somebody else who runs at just as warp speed as I do, that it's okay to slow down. 
Um, and then the second thing that I did is yesterday, I never do this, but I cleared my calendar. I called every client. I was like, hey, I would not be able to serve you to your fullest right now if I even showed up to the call today. Are you okay with us rescheduling? And they were, all of my ladies were like, absolutely, queen. Yes, take the day off. And I was just honest with my people, which I always do business with honesty and integrity. But I was like, yo, I, it would not be right for me to show up half, half ass. I don't like to do things halfway. And me showing up and pushing myself would not be good for you. And so, yeah, you know, I went in and I, I sat on the couch yesterday and I did nothing and I gave myself permission to do nothing so that I could fully get prepared and hit that reset. Um, and then the very last thing that I would say, if someone's hit that wall, and this I've done time and time again, when I was overweight, when I was homeless and broke, you know, and I still knew I had a mission to, to complete, is I remember my why. And I know that sounds so cheesy and you probably get it all the time, but you guys, if you have lost hope in anything that you're doing, personally or professionally, I don't care. You have to remember why you're doing it to begin with. I have to remember why I get up at 345 every freaking day to, to go to the gym, right? Because yes, it's a habit now, but I still, when that alarm goes off, I still don't feel like getting up. It's 345 in the morning. Are you kidding me? But then I remember, oh yeah, you're doing this because health is a priority for you, because you feel good when you're healthy, because you can impact the world when you're healthy. So always remembering your why is really important for me when I hit the reset, when I need to hit the reset. 100% yes. I feel like a puppet right now, guys. <laughs> but I promise you, being sincere is just, you're hitting all these points that I know my bones are the way we need to be. And I want to, I also want to say like one of the things when I interview a coach or a therapist, one of the things I ask them is who do you go to? For coaching or therapy or do you have someone or whatever because and I don't have to tell me the name or anything I don't like to work with people that aren't on a learning journey no. and that don't know how to follow as well because I feel like they're missing a thing and so I love that you talk about how you reach out for help because I feel like that's something I see a lot in leaders and coaches is that they are either nervous to share that they also look for guidance and support or they don't and I I just feel like you said we're all human I was, I did meditation for a long time and we would get a meditation instructor and it was also someone in the Sangha and they talked about like the eye to eye guidance. It's mm -hmm. like right now we're peers because we're both sitting on the cushion together and then I'm going to guide you as a meditation instructor. You're going to guide me in that moment of a role. And then, the, and then when the role's over, we go back to being peers because nobody really is over anybody. We are a collective. And so at any rate, I, just, I really love that you talked about that. I don't feel like I hear it as much as I would like to, especially from coaches, because I feel like there's this nervousness of being, recognizing that, yes, I can have the guidance and the wisdom to forge my own path. And just like everybody else, I also look to someone to reflect and provide that external perspective. And that's- I'm glad I, I noticed that too, right? Which is, it's crazy. Cause I'm like, how, I always say to my clients, be the client that you wish to attract, right? I like almost live by that rule. So like with my coach, I show up on time, right? I have my notebook, I have my pen. I am a lifelong learner, like you said. I could never hire a coach that didn't have a mentor or a coach either. I'm like, you preach the Kool-Aid, but you're not willing to drink it yourself. And, and I like everything I do, I like, I either do myself or I've done myself or I've, you know, like, I've seen it being done and it's worked or something like that. Um, but that is the, the, one of the, like the third talking point that I typically will always share with entrepreneurs is, okay, who are you investing? How are you investing in yourself? 
and with who. And it doesn't matter the who as long as you're getting something out of it. But so many, because I only really work with coaches and consultants and like world leaders who are wanting to change the world. I'm like, okay, what are the coaches you've had in the past? What are the mentors? Um, and that's just been a huge game changer. Hands down. For me, my problem is not who am I going to be like, who am I going to ask to be my coach or my mentor this year? Because I'll be honest, I have so many. It's what is my husband's like another? I'm like, yes. Like I am <laughs> to learning and they all bring such different uniqueness to the table. And I'm like, yes, I need this coach for this. And, and it's just like my go-to thing. It's my go-to thing. I spent 30 years in a therapist chair trying to get rid of my childhood trauma. And all it took was one coach, a mindset coach specifically with one weekend. And we had all of that cleared away. And I be yes, give me, teach me everything because it finally helped me. And I always say, invest in yourself. If that is not a line item on your, on your PL sheet, coach, mentor, investment, um, then there's a problem. Then, you know, I, I have a hard time. Like, yeah, I'm like, how are you expecting to grow if you're not willing to grow yourself and continue to grow? And I think what you said to be the client, one of the things that I've seen a lot in, not as much in the clients that I have, but in the world in general is a lot of folks will talk about what they're going to do when, like you talked about before. So like when I have money, I'm going to be all this philanthropist or I'm going to get in shape or I'm going to go on trips. Mm -hmm. And the reality is money is an amplifier. Yeah. It doesn't change things. So what you're doing right now is what you're going to do when you have more. So if you want to be in a healthier place when you have more, you need to prioritize being in as healthy a place as is available to you right now. Yes. And that's not to say that like, there aren't caveat caveat. There's a point at which there's we need a certain amount of money basically to get the resources that we need for the basic needs. But I'm talking beyond that. When you're in your life, if you say health is important to you, you need to prioritize it. And because money is such a big part of things, if you're in a relationship, prioritize how you invest in your relationship. Prioritize the time you spend. Like you said, I, I do the same thing. I have on my calendar, I have breaks on my calendar and I have you know, my exercise on my calendar and I treat my business development as this and those things the same way I treat a client meeting. Yeah. Because if it's not as important to me to take care of my mental, physical, and emotional health, it's not as important to me to invest in the success of my business as it is to invest in the success of my clients. Then why am I doing this? Right. What's the point? Right. And what will change? Like if I have suddenly all the money in the world, I won't do things differently. I will still deprioritize myself and my values and my goals if I haven't learned how to prioritize them in the scope of where I am. So I really appreciate you putting that out there in that way. Because once again, I don't know that I see that presented as articulately and clearly as I hear you putting it up there. <laughs> you can tell I'm very passionate about them. Go on, get yourself a coach. You don't That's have right. to. No. Yeah, your own excuse. And yeah, to go to back to that point, it's like money, health, it's a result of something else. So you either, your, your reality is your direct reflection of what's going on on the inside, um, in my opinion. So I'm like, that's why I like shifting and helping women shift into the self-image of who do I need to be in order for me to do so that I can create, so that I can impact the world. You can't, people just want to go straight to impact where I'm like, girl, you got to first be her. Then you got to do things that that girl would be doing. And then you can start creating and then you can be impacting. You, it starts with you first. A good leader knows it's got to start with you. So what does success look like to you? Oh, this is a great question. because It's like perspective and that's really cool. And I was just having a virtual day date with my husband who's overseas currently now. And we were talking about ROI and we were talking about, yes, there's ROI investing, right? Investment. 
And then there's ROI, which is return on impact. And when I leave to go on trips and to speak, like sometimes I feel disconnected from current clients or my sales calls or my team or whatnot. And, and but he's like, yes, but that's where the ROI as far as impact gets to come in. So for me, success, having a sense of alignment in all kinds of areas, whether it's passion work, right? Like, I'm going out and speaking to 12,000 students today. Like that's passion filled. There's no client coming out of that. There's no reason. Like I go to speak like I just, you know, in Kenya, but it was all from the heart, which was so good. It was giving back. It was donating. That to me is success, right? For me and my business is now I'm financially able to go out and do those things because I've had a success in the other areas of my life. So I like to look at success as like different buckets, like success with me and my daughter right now? Am I keeping my commitment to her and going and having breakfast with her every Friday? Yes, I'm winning the game of mom for me right now. So that to me is I'm like, yes, that's success. And she still loves me and we have a great relationship. I feel successful with that. My husband is deployed for 12 months and I'm honoring my commitment to two virtual dates a week. Like I'm like success in my opinion. Yes, I'm winning the game of relationships. And so it's just really taking whatever situation you're in and thinking, am I doing the best that I can? Am I honoring the things that, I, that are important to me? Am I still showing up for myself you know, that's important to me? Am I showing up for my clients? And just always evaluating that and saying, okay, this bucket feels a little low. I need to go and pour into this bucket for a little bit. Is my heart, my passion is, okay, I need to go pour into this nonprofit here for a little bit. So that to me is, I know it's not a definition, if you will, but it's just feeling really aligned with the things that are important to me. I'm very, very successful. And that's my thing is that once again, like the clients that I work with, and it's part of why I asked the question of the people on the show is, of course, they want to have a thriving business that has a financial stability or whatever. And but be but they all have something beyond that that matters to them. So what it, and so that that impact and I love the contextual piece because it's so true. Success in one area today, right, as well as that area, is going to differ from place right. to. So I think that's that it's a very honest way to show up and to recognize what you can and can't offer to yourself and to others, and to figure out if you're taking from one area in a way that you shouldn't be. Right. Like something else. Evaluate. And that goes into that that one spiritual power hour practice in the morning. It's like asking myself, like, okay, am I showing up for the kids? Am I showing up for myself? Am I showing up for my clients, for my business, for my team, for my husband? And if I can on honestly, that's the key, right? Is oh yeah, they're good. Uh, because that at one point in my corporate career is what you know, drove that marriage um, apart was that I was not showing up with as a successful wife and a mom. And I was letting that go by the wayside. So lessons learned, right? And everything that we do. But yeah, I was like, I have to be honest every day. I'm like, could I show up more in this area? What area even needs more love and attention right now? And to me, as long as they're feeling balanced, I've, I've reached the full level of success. So who thrives with your service? Ooh, uh, like who do I work with? Yeah. Or yeah. Elite leaders, right? Women, badass women who you know, who want to change the world, who are just as crazy as me, right? They're like, call me crazy. My friends don't even, they think I'm nuts for this idea. And I'm like, oh, bring it on, right? I'm like, yes. 
So we, we predominantly work with women, 30s, 40s, and 50s. They're predominantly coaches, entrepreneurs, and leaders of some sort, whether they want to go be world speakers, you know, humanitarian, elite humanitarian effort. Like anyone, a woman with a vision uh, as cool, as crazy as mine, I'm like, you're in, girlfriend, you're in. I mean, the reason why is because we really relate, right? That's that collective force of women that I'm coming together because it's not about me. My business will be long gone. My mission is to impact the next 100 generations of women and to help them unleash their alpha queen with them so that they can claim their sovereign space. So that to me is at the end of the day, when I'm gone, 100 years from now, this movement that I'm creating, it's not about, they won't, they don't even need to remember the name. They just need to remember, oh yeah, I remember there was a day where women felt that they had to ask for permission to spend money who didn't feel like they could start businesses, were so lost, you know, their crap that they allowed themselves to get unhealthy. I just want to be the, the driving force that starts the ripple effect for the next 100 generations. And in order to do that, we have to work with very ambitious elite women. I'm for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listening and they're just like whoa awesome i need this my wife needs this my sister needs this i need to know more how do they learn more follow you get in touch what's, what's the best way for that to happen yeah so they can google me i am everywhere <laughs> carissa atkins by the book for real you could go to alpha queen collective a l p h a queen q u e n collective c o l e c t i v e alpha queen collective.com that's my website. You'll be able to, you know, whether it's speaking or coaching or digital courses or just mentorship or you know, scholarship applications, anything like that, we'd love to invite you to go visit our website there. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Definitely check out Carissa's website and offerings. Bye, everybody.